0: and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome,
1: this is Gemma. And, you know, pretty soon I'm going to be going to the island. So my plan this time, because I've been going a lot of trips and it's very cumbersome to do a podcast there. So my plan is to do some extra episodes that can act as um, placeholders if I'm not able to do a podcast when I'm there. So a lot of times I'm able to record them there, but then I can't upload them because there's just not enough bandwidth. My goodness, this is my sneeze day. That's sneeze number three or four. So um, earlier, uh, maybe yesterday, I spoke about upgrading your implants to love and then learning to communicate with your guides to ask for what you want because in this physical world, they don't have a clue. They're not here to uh, preempt or blah, blah, blah. They just don't know. They know um, your spiritual side, but they do not know your physical side. The physical is up to you to do as you please. So if you please to live under a bridge as a homeless person, they will support you. If you please to live with an abusive partner, they will support you in that. All right. So you have to declare what you want. You have to be really focused and verbal about it. So that's important. Now that was yesterday. So today, um, I just wanted to speak about the fact that there was this, there was this trend for a while of like vision boards and all of this. And people were asked to be really, be really specific, show God what you want. Well, I've had a hard time buying into this whole vision board thing forever. Right. I mean, I kind of liked the idea, but then I kind of didn't. And I think the didn't part was because I knew that when I co-create with God, it's above and beyond anything I could ever have dreamed of. Now, if I make a vision board with what I know and can dream of, it's very limited. And it's like, oh, I feel like I'm holding the universe back um, and not allowing them their full, their full, uh, what would you call it, gate. Uh, if you will, the full uh, stretch of the run with what they're capable of doing. And so I don't want to hold back source energy that's willing to co-create with me and limit its capacity to to um, provide and co-create with me. So this is instead what we do. We say, uh, uh, like, it doesn't hurt it doesn't hurt to have ideas in your head as like goalposts, but we can do above and beyond, you know, like every time I've sat I've set a number for how much money I want lying around, it hasn't taken me any time to accomplish it. So then it makes me think, Well, maybe I'm not going big enough, you know, like but what if slow and steady is good or steady is good. Uh it doesn't seem so slow, but um what if we also just lump that in there? It's like, I want to be of service to this world and I am of service and I, and I dedicate my, my life's work to the service of this planet and the expansion of the love on this planet. So with that, I'm, I love what this woman said in her book and I can't, oh, the book, Outrageous Openness. And it was just about, uh, always being of service to divine. And, and this is where I've always, okay, I've loved this sentence. I've used this all the time, but it, it it's a, it's a great one. And it seems kind of open, but it says, so, um, <laughs> it's so funny because now it's being elusive. Um, May May this serve the highest good of all. So may the monies that um, you bring to me serve the highest good of all. May my food serve the highest good of all. May my actions serve the highest good of all. May my trip or move to Smith Island serve the highest good of all. May my travels all around the world serve the highest good of all. Ooh, I get goosebumps. So bring in that service to the highest good of all. May this serve the highest good of all. It doesn't mean you're enslaved to the populations around you. It doesn't mean that at all. It means that you're not... You're, okay, it, what it means is you're on a path of least resistance in your journey, in your calling. That's what that means. It means you're not fighting things. When I say, oh, um, I want uh, this house... regardless whether it serves the highest good of all, like even if it doesn't serve the highest good of all. So then I get this house and then I find out that, um, the very house I wanted, it's on some sort of ancient burial ground and there's ghosts in the house and I'm not happy there. Um, the ghosts are not happy with me being there. Uh, the neighbors are not happy with me being there. So now I got what I wanted but it's not serving the highest good of all. So when it serves the highest good of all, it can do it in ways we don't, we're not even aware of, we don't know about. So if I said to God, may my actions today serve the highest good of all. And then I got the inspiration to go, to go to a cafe. And then when I went there, I decided I wanted to stay there. So I sat outside on a patio and I had my coffee and, um, I'm continuing my, my, you know, May my actions serve the highest good of all. And then I see someone and I say hi to them. And then I invite them to sit with me. Do you see? Like, I, but I don't know. Like, maybe I'm just like, oh, it's such a nice person. But they go home and go, oh my God, today I was going to like commit suicide. And now I just feel so much love. Like, you know, now we've affected the world. We don't know how we affect the world. It's not up for us to, to, um, to know that. I've had moments with people that were so fleeting, but so magical that I will never forget them. And I imagine that other people have had those moments too, maybe sometimes involved with me, maybe sometimes having to do with me and I am totally unaware of it. That is when we are in our our divine calling and in right action and perfect timing and all of that is lined up. And that is ultimately what I want in every moment of my day. Last episode, uh, you know, and so source energy is always working on our behalf for like perfect timing and all of that, because that is that spiritual side, right? But then we can also ask for the things that will support us on our journey. I have no hesitation. If if I'm on the computer and Amazon shows me an art supply, I like, oh, maybe God's telling you something. (laughs) An art supply. Hmm. Is this something that might be like, uh, does this feel light and good for my classes? Does this feel light and good for my retreats? And I feel it. And I go, hmm, yes, yes, yes. This feels great. And you know, I just accept it. I don't go, uh, Penny is, uh, can I afford this? Can I not afford this? Can I afford this? Can I not afford this? I follow the lightness. All right. If there was contraction, I would know I felt manipulated. I felt like I was overdoing. I felt controlled. This is not the path for me. I would not do it. I would not do anything if I felt contracted, but when I feel expanded by it, lightened by it, excited by it, boom, done, done. And I know, (laughs) I know this is what works for me. Not counting every penny, budgeting, um, measuring, judging. That does not work for me. It never has worked for me. It never, I don't expect it ever will. Because this other path is so fun and phenomenal. And it has a very pippy feel to it. I don't know if you know pippy long stocking. But she had a big bag of gold, and she felt so good sharing it with her friends. She felt so good going and buying you know sweets for for all the classmates and and uh she even felt good about giving it to the the robbers and the criminals, but when they were when they were nice and they asked politely and it was like you know it was like what felt good was where she followed and what didn't feel good was where she uh laughed and she um scorned basically she laughed and scorned those things that did not make her feel light and fun so and then she turned those into fun too it's amazing and this is the simplicity of this experience that we're in that we've overcomplicated by writing scripts about careers and and um genealogy and uh property and success <laughs> and education, and we've written all these stories. And education is merely a tool to assist in your dreams and calling. Don't make it um, an identity. You know, use it as a tool. Use money as a tool uh, to uh, to grow and expand and see uh, to access the tools you need. You know, like what is money is another tool. Uh, relationships are there for this process too. Everything is here for the process of serving the highest good of others and following your calling. And my calling is to raise the frequency on the planet. And um, I am so Im- Im- I am so excited to know love frequency. I am so excited to have gotten over the hump. Thanks to wonderful human beings in my life like Trudy and Audgrett from Norway, who helped me to see, you know, the error of my ways of just helping other people and not loving myself. So loving myself now is primo. Teaching others to love themselves, assisting others in feeling what it feels like to be in love frequency. This is all powerful, powerful stuff. This is where our true power lies. And today, more than ever. The power of love transmutes all illusion. It doesn't just balance it. It transmutes it. It is like turning the light on in a dark room. The darkness is gone. The darkness never existed. It was just a byproduct of lack of light. So what if evil and um, hatred and anger and pain, what if these are all just absences of love? just absence of love. That's all. So it's really time to remember the truth of who we are, which is unconditional love. We are light beings, light being love beings. And when we remember who we are, we no longer have to go through these learning experiences that are basically trying to tell you, look at, you're not this thing, this disease, this pain, this, uh, what would you call it? Bad luck. You're not these things. You're not poverty. You're not lack. You're not unworthiness. No, you are unconditional love. You are infinite light source. Now, what does that mean? That means there is no such thing as lack. There is no such thing as not enough. There is no such thing as dis-ease. There is just you in relationship to all that is, in relationship to the oneness. Now, I'm not here to take away your right to journey, how you want to journey. Enjoy the journey, savor. Like I I still have some poison ivy. I'm savoring it, <laughs> I am savoring it. When it itches, I itch it. And I was looking at my arm and my arm is like modeled with this design, almost, I don't even know how to describe it, like a leopard or something with all of these red blotches and raised areas. And I'm just savoring it. I am just savoring it. I'm not here to complain and critique what I don't like. I'm here to create what I want. So, uh, I don't tend to put my focus on those things And there is this subconscious, like, oh, here I am scratching myself again. Subconsciously, yes. And then I bring my awareness to it and I have a choice. And what's crazy is there's no right or wrong choice. But awareness, scratching myself with awareness is a totally different experience than scratching myself from unconscious behavior. And so I have this choice. And not scratching myself from a conscious place is a very different experience. So, I mean, if you've had Poison Ivy, you kind of get this, but um, uh, I would just say, even like this, like, okay, so we were talking about Poison what about your puppy? What about your cat? Loving your cat consciously is a very different experience. It's a heightened, sensual experience versus doing it without thinking and missing completely, missing the sense aspect, the touch, the feel, the smell, Ah, you know, all of that. Like I was snuggling with Toulouse earlier and I just couldn't get enough of kissing the top of his head and rubbing my nose around in his fur and um, stroking his belly. And he loved it. He loved it. And he's thinking about me talking about it right now. (laughs) His breathing is increasing. Um, so this is the thing, you know, we, yesterday we talked about, um, getting your love implant upgrade, uh, and getting your guides into line with, um, your relationship, like opening up a dialogue between you and your guides. You have three of them, uh, so opening up that dialogue and being very clear about what would assist you today in your journey, maybe it's meeting that right person. And this makes me think of my friend, uh, oh gosh, um, God, I can see him. What is his name? Oh, God. Chris, uh, no, 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 it's not Chris. Um, oh my God, Wetherell. I can't, I can remember his last name, but not his first name. Charles, Charles, my darling Charles. Charles was a great manifester and he would say, today I'm going to walk into this building and the first person I walk up to, I will get a job with. And boom, done. Now, did he say what the job was? No. Did he say how much money he would make? No. Did he even know what building? No. It was all done intuitively. He was co-creating with Source Energy. He set up a scenario so that Source Energy would be able to meet him with the aspects that would serve the highest good of all and what did he come out with? A job as the uh, personal assistant to one of the top landscapers in San Francisco. Like, he could not have gotten that job any other way. Because one, he wasn't even qualified for the job. He he wasn't qualified. He uh, doesn't know anything about um, landscaping and on and on and on. I mean, it's just like that would not have happened any other way. It, ha- it could only happen... In that co creative process. So, my point is that Charles didn't have all the pieces. He was super willing to allow for the co creative process to bring him something beyond anything he would even know could be possible so that he could follow his calling. So, this is the kind of thing we're doing now. And I highly recommend you sit up and if you're in bed or if you're in your car or in your office and you say, you know what? may wonderful opportunities and may abundance and prosperity and uh awesome awesome moments creative awesome moments come into my life today in ways that will surprise me and excite me how about that Ooh, i like that and so then that kind of gets us in a mode to be prepared to find it, to notice it when it comes. It, it's turned the light on. It's like made us aware. And now we can see the abundance around us. All right. And creative, uh, what am I saying? Creative. Source energy, the divine, the infinite consciousness, the universe is so excited to play this game with you. They love this. They want to bring you bigger and bigger and bigger. And you know what? It's what you're willing to receive. You cannot receive that which you don't believe is possible. So you got to open up the possibilities of anything can happen. Anything can happen. I'm open to all of it. I could find a I could find a lotto ticket on the street and go look it up and it's worth millions. I can um, meet an old person and help them across the street and they put me in their will. I could... Um, find trash that is wonderful. And then speak to the owner of the trash. And then they gift me with even more abundance. And that happened. (laughs) And it happens all the time. So this is the kind of thing we're doing now. Alrighty. 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 Let's do it. So have a wonderful day. Be clear about what you want and just set the stage for serving
0: the highest good of all. Love you. Bye. Thank you for joining us on that happiness show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at jemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.